Do Good Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're going to meet Brandon Starling, the Director of Education Partnerships at OutTeach. So, Brandon, I'm so happy you're here. First, tell me, uh, what is OutTeach? Uh, well, thank you for having me. Uh, OutTeach is an amazing nonprofit. Our goal is really to inspire, to encourage, and to empower teachers uh, with the skills that they need so that they can accelerate learning um, to um, impact student success, especially in science, by utilizing the outdoor spaces. And so um, we are our teachers, and so we train teachers how to you know, best use those skills in the outdoors. So you're a former teacher. I am. And why do you love this program? Uh, sure. So um, I am a former teacher, but more importantly than that, um, education has always had a huge impact on my life. Um, pretty much since I was a child, I come from a pretty large family, single parent. Um, and so uh, the, a lot of opportunities that I were able, that I was able to experience in my life came from um, education. And so um, in my career, it's always important to give those same opportunities to children and to students who may not have those same opportunities and really make education um, equal or equal access for all. Yeah. Equal access is really important. And what's great about this is it sounds like you're taking kids outside of the classroom, but they're still learning. Correct. Correct. Uh, We like to refer to um, them as outside learning labs. Uh, A lot of times when we talk about taking learning outdoors, teachers think, well, I'm already, I should just go outdoors and use a whiteboard or, you know, a, a lesson that I was already going to do inside, I'll just do it outside. And like, that's great. You're taking your students outdoors, but you're not really utilizing the outdoors and um, making the students drive their learning, um, increasing their critical thinking skills by um, allowing or giving them the opportunities to experience experiential learning. And what we mean by that is using real world phenomena and giving them authentic literacy, authentic math by utilizing the outdoors. Okay. So, I know that was a lot, right? <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking there. I'm like, authentic. Okay, what does authentic mean? So um, I'm in a kindergarten classroom. I'm going outside and I'm planting something? Or what does that look um, like? Sure, it could be something like that. But let's say, for example, we were doing a math lesson. And this lesson that we were doing today was fractions. And so very easily you can go inside and you can say, you know, what is half of this or half of that? And uh, a, a child may be able to do that. It's kind of like rote memorization in a sense. But imagine if instead they were going to get their hands dirty and so that we were going to plant a flower bed or we were going to plant some 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 flowers or some vegetables. And we say, you know what, for every uh, square foot, uh, we need half a cup of water or we need for every two handfuls of dirt, you need two handfuls of water. And so this is a really great way to authentically teach math in a way that they can really understand. And it doesn't matter, for example, if uh, all summer they were in STEM camp or, you know, they went to an amazing resource that maybe a child who does not have those same resources had, they all are outdoors. You know, they all can plant gardens in their backyards. And so it's something that really makes uh, education equitable. Yeah. And when and when you think about learning, people learn in all different ways. So mm-hmm. some people only need to hear it. 
some people need to write it and then other people need to put their hands on it, right? Exactly. You know, I'm a visual learning. I'm a like a kinetic learner, so I have to have my hands on it. And, and a lot of kids uh, feel the same way. You know, uh, we there's differentiated instruction and outdoors has all of those great experiences that the students can have, whether it's observing, whether it's listening, you know, using all of their senses. So how does OutTeach partner with schools? Like, how do you find the schools? Where do you go? Uh, Sure. So a lot of times uh, we work directly with districts. Um, However, because we are in schools, uh, we work a lot on referrals. Uh, We do a lot of great work in the community. Uh, So a lot of corporate partners want to partner with us to bring resources to schools. Uh, Really, we're looking for innovative leaders who are looking to accelerate their student scores and performance by utilizing the outdoors. And so whether we get a referral from a teacher, whether uh, we do... just cold outreach. And we know we talked to a district that would say, hey, COVID has happened. We know that there's a really big push to take your students outdoors. We'd love to partner with you to come up with um, some t- strategic plans to you know, impact your students. And so um, I, I guess, hopefully that I answered that question. Yeah, uh, you did great. And so when you meet some of your teachers, your colleagues, when you're, you're, you're getting into the weeds, Literally, um, what what are some of their questions? I mean, I'm I would think some of them are excited about it, but other ones are nervous about it. I would say that the number one thing that we express to our teachers is that we're here to support you. Um, a lot of time, um, especially in education, there's uh, professional development mandates. Um, teachers have. Uh, lesson planning and sometimes they have a uh, lunch room duty or they have uh, different things and that that come along with being a teacher that's not directly um, in the classroom and so uh, there's a big fear of I don't have enough time or you know it's too much to add onto my plate which already has so much and so the number one thing that we tell teachers and we tell educators is that we're here to work with you um, when we're doing our model lessons when we're doing our lesson planning uh, once we're coming thinking about how can we impact your student scores we're actually doing it hands uh, job embedded one-on-one coaching alongside with you. And so it's not an extra lift for you. It's more so it's kind of a helping hand. We like to think of it as like boots on the ground, if you would. So translation, like I, if I'm a teacher, like I'm not inventing this whole thing by myself. I don't have to figure this all out. You know what the standards are on the tests that the state requires, what I got to teach these kids, and you're going to figure out and help me get them outside to learn those things. Perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself. And so usually that's really what we want students, uh, excuse me, that's really what we want teachers to know. Um, We are here to work with you. You have the lesson plans. You have the standards. You already know what it is that you have to teach. You may need some help with saying, you know what, I'm doing a ELA lesson on, you know, Shakespeare or, you know, any kind of literary uh, subject. But how do I do that outdoors? You know, we're our coaches are here to help you say, you know what, have you ever thought about, um, in literary in, in in this poem or in this book it was really cold and uh, taking the kids outside and saying hey imagine if you know you were taking this journey during this time this is this is how cold it is so imagine what it's like and you know what are some things so we really want students to be able to and teachers to think outside of the box it would come up with some solutions that really impact their students again give them that authentic literacy that authentic um learning so that when it comes test time or it comes time for them to kind of bring up these experiences like yeah, uh, you know, I, I connected with that 100% was relevant for me. It makes sense for me. Um, it's not just a rote memorization. I'm, I'm talking about real experiences that I that I actually had the opportunity to be a part of. 
So it sounds like you're super creative, and, and I know it's not just you. Yeah, I was saying, not me. <laughs> our, our coaches are extremely, extremely creative. Um, but yeah, that's and, and our teachers are extremely creative, and we're here to kind of unlock that, whether it's a new teacher who needs some support or it's a, a more experienced teacher who's looking to kind of re-energize you know, their lessons. You have worked with great people, I can tell. <laughs> um, so uh, it sounds like there's 1,500 teachers who are working with you guys. I mean, you have done a ton. How long mm-hmm. have you guys been around, and um, what's the hope long term? Uh, great. So we've been around for almost 20 years now. Uh, we started out as real school gardens, and so our primary focus at that time was really around building gardens or you know building those outdoor learning centers. Um, more recently, I would say in the last probably 10 years, we kind of shifted our focus to really be towards specifically supporting and training teachers. And so um, we're expanding a lot. Uh, right now, we are in about five different states from Texas all the way up to Maryland. And so as we're continuing to expand, we're really looking for innovative leaders um, to really who we can support their mission and we can strategically align with um, supporting their growth. So if I'm a parent, okay. which I am, or if I, a teacher, which I'm not, um, how do I get in touch with you guys or how do I say, oh, I, I want my kids to have access to this? Uh, I would say you could definitely go to our website online. We're at outteach, uh, so out-teach.org. Um, another way is that just reaching out to us directly. Um, we are in schools. Um, we're always looking for um, PTAs or uh, principals who are teachers who say who are willing to talk to us and give us that buy-in with our school. And so, you know, give us a call, send us an email, and we'll be more than happy to kind of discuss what does a customized plan look like for you to support your school. And you're already here in Charlotte, Mm -hmm. obviously, because that's why we're talking. Um, What does it look like in Charlotte in some of the schools? What are you guys doing here? So we've been here since about 2017. Um, We've been working with partnerships on the district level, but also individually, Um, whether it was working in those job embedded coaching for specific individual schools or, for example, our PLC, where we're working in several schools here in Charlotte. And so um, I live in Charlotte, so I'm always thinking about how can we continue to support Charlotte? Um, We're looking to hopefully in the next year or so create a really big partnership with CMS as a whole to support about 20 schools to really get them the support that they need for their teachers. And um, these kids, I mean, they're learning. How frequently are they having an out teach day or what is that or 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 lesson or whatever? Is that like once a week? Is it once a month? Like what what does it look like for a kid? Uh, That's actually a really, really great question. So what we found is that usually, especially in elementary school, students are getting about 18 minutes of science a day on a good day. Um, And so we're looking to really increase that. And so when you ask the question about uh, around what does an outteach day look like, uh, we want students to be outdoors every day. And we don't want it to be specifically for science. At outteach, we focus in on science because we found that it lifts all boats, but there's an interconnection between science, ELA, math, all of the subjects, we just have to get the students outdoors. And, you know, they're really engaged. And as we get teachers thinking outside of the box, we found that they also bring their learning that is outside indoors because, you know, it's it's all related to each other. When you say lift all boats, Mm -hmm. what are you talking about? Oh, so when I say lift all boats, uh, let's say, for example, let me think of a good lesson. 
Um, let's go back to the lesson we were talking about previously when we were uh, doing a garden bed, right? And so uh, we talked about the math when we we're talking about uh, for every square foot, you need to have this much water. So there's your math connection. Um, we can talk about science uh, with that connection if we talk about photosynthesis and what creates in the water cycle. And so there we have our science. Um, we have literary when we talk, we have literacy when we actually read the packets when we're actually planting the seeds. And so that's what I mean when I say that interconnected uh, piece of uh, really that outdoors are it, it shouldn't just focus on ela math or science when it can really lift all lift all subjects which is pretty cool all right well we'll be right back and we'll learn more from brandon about how you can get involved and help out teach Today, we're going to be talking with Melissa Hovey of Share Charlotte. So, Melissa, tell me about Share Charlotte and what you're hoping we can do together at Do Good Charlotte. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. So, you know, Share Charlotte was created almost 10 years ago as a place for the community to find and connect with nonprofits. And so, we are so thrilled to hear what you guys do and talking about spreading the word of how people can do good. So, um, we love that connection. And, you know, what we're hoping to do is let your listeners know about different nonprofits over, you know, that they can get connected to, they may not already know about, and the things they do, the impact they make, and how the community can help them. Tell me about your hashtag, hashtag spotlight on CLT. (laughs) Yes, spotlight on CLT. Well, we created that because we have almost 600 nonprofits, and so it's really hard to talk about all of them all the time. So we created monthly themes so that we can um, talk about them dedicated to different months. So, for example, this month is about the great outdoors. So we're really highlighting nonprofits that um, really help make our city more beautiful and make it inviting for the community to come out outdoors. Um, And so um, that's our theme for this month. Next month, we're focused on military veterans. So we really try to be very uh, focused. Our goal is to educate the community on who those nonprofits are and how they can connect with them. Exactly. And that's our goal, too. We want to educate people about what's happening here, all the good. There's so many good people in our community. We just got to get them all connected, right? That's what Share Charlotte is. That's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do. So sharecharlotte.org. That's how they can find you. And they can also search on social media, hashtag spotlight on CLT. Yes. I want to give a big thanks to Share Charlotte. You can hear about other groups doing good by following their hashtag, Spotlight on CLT. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Outside is a is a great classroom, and most people might not have thought of that. And now it's becoming a part of kids' day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And so then that, like you said, goes home. Exactly. Exactly. And, and what we love about it, too, is that um, parents actually will come in now when we have those outdoor learning centers because they're gardeners or, you know, they're builders and they want to help maintain, you know, those really cool outdoor spaces. And so there's a ton of buy in from the community also when we build these outdoor learning labs because these are the people who's going to take care of it. And so, uh, you know, we love just having the family and the community involved also. So we talked a little bit about if you know, selfishly, I want my kid to have this program and how to find you. But more importantly, if I'm listening and I want to help you do this work, 
how do how do I get involved? Again, you can always reach out to us. Uh, again, go to our website. Um, we do t- take donations, of course. Um, we do partner with corporate partners. And so if necessarily, you, it, it may not be you individually who want to partner with us. Maybe you want to have your company or your job come in to support us. We do have um, corporate support also. And so there's tons of ways that we can help. And really, our goal is to see um, how much or how big of an impact that we can have teaching teachers how to you know utilize the indoors the outdoors to impact student success so and that's what's important people need to understand where that money's going to go to so i mean you you guys have a staff of coaches and mm-hmm. those coaches are highly educated people who know how to work with teachers right exactly. so well, you're we're paying salaries we're paying you know th- their transportation to get to these schools exactly to do the thing. exactly and then of course um directly Uh, those building tools. And so when we talk about uh, our corporate sponsorship, we talk about um, paying for those whiteboards and those seating or and those uh, raised beds and, you know, all of those different um, educational tools for the outdoors. And so that's your, your donations, your support really help us with that. So it's, so it's helping the coaches, it's helping for the materials. You know, there's a lot of, all that costs money. So that's what you're, you're, you're looking for. Of course. Um, and then you said also you want PTOs to get involved and volunteers as well, too. So is there a way to go on the website and find that stuff, too? Yep. Yep. It's all on our website. Um, and we again, we're looking for support um, from the schools, from our PTAs. A lot of time we get funding through Title I or SR funding um, for some of the schools who may not qualify for Title I or SR. We really, really rely heavily or excuse me, schools rely really, really heavily on their P- their parent teacher uh alliances or conferences uh, to really support bringing in those resources. And so you can help as a parent by really supporting your PTA. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to let me know about OutTeach? Oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, I would say that a lot of time when we think about the outdoors, uh, teachers of school think that you have to have like these expansive rolling hills or these acres of woodlands or you know, bubbling creeks or all of these things for you to go outdoors. And that's not true. You know, um, we would love it if every school did have that, but every school does have an outdoor, whether it's a, a small courtyard leading into the building or, you know, it's a big field um, outdoors next to their building. And we really want schools to understand that we can um, maximize not only your teacher's engagement, um, their retention, their um their happiness with uh, just being a teacher and um, sharing their that kind of lift, that heavy lifting that they're doing by utilizing the outdoors. And so teachers are happy. Students are happy. We're all engaged. We're increasing attendance. We're increasing student performance. We're accelerating learning. So it's a win-win on all sides. Yeah. And lots of people are talking about mental health right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being outside is, is, it seems obvious, um, but yeah, you don't, I think it's a good point. You don't need to have like this, like long, big space. I'm holding my arms out. No one can see me, but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anything works for outside. Exactly. And then, like you said, uh, social emotional learning is a really huge push right now. And uh, you'd be amazed what a small bench could do in the middle of a flower garden with two, a buddy bench, as we like to call it, um, where students can just come sit down relax, um, get them out of, again, that structured environment. And uh, we've, it's, it's a, it has a, a huge uh, impact on their mental. 
Well, Brandon, I'm so happy that you came by today. Do you know someone else like Brandon Starling who is doing good work in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. And a big thanks to Share Charlotte. You can hear about other groups doing good by following their hashtag, Spotlight on CLT. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it.